Hello and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve. So I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's episode is a money-saving trip report from earlier this month, so let's dive in. Percussion. Strings. Winds. Words. There you see her. Sitting there across the way. She don't got a lot to say. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to episode 36. I went to Disney World during the first week of April with my daughter, and yes, this was my third trip so far this year. I have lots of insider tips and money-saving advice to share with you from that trip. And first of all, I'm sorry about the delay in getting this out. I have been sick. I had this nasty cold with like a lingering cough where I could not speak without having a coughing fit. So while my family probably appreciated the um, peace and quiet for a little while, I could not do the podcast. I'm gonna try and make up for it and get another episode out next week so I'm not too far behind. All right, I'm going to take you along on this trip to Disney World with us. And along the way, I'm going to share all of my tips and tricks for saving money and time because a lot of these things may not save you money, but time is money at Disney World. You have spent a lot of money to be there. And so anything you can do to reduce your time spent waiting unnecessarily is like money. So we flew down on Southwest early, very early in the morning and that was the cheapest flight. This was on a Monday. The earliest morning flights on Southwest are generally discounted the most. So in terms of points, it was under 5,000 points. I believe it was 4,200 points for us each. This was a 5.30 a.m. flight. So if you're willing to wake up painfully early, you can save money on Southwest flights by catching that early morning flight. So for our first night, we were staying at Caribbean Beach Resort. The reason is I hadn't stayed there in about three years and my review is pretty outdated because many things have changed there in the past three years. I wanted to update the dining and the whole check-in experience is new because of a renovation. So I wanted to stay there and I did some research before I booked that, of course, and I looked at all of my go-to places that I book Disney World hotels. So a misconception is that you can only book Disney World hotels directly with Disney or with a travel agent. That is not true. There are many ways to book Disney resorts. And it does just depend on your date and resort as to which will give you the best price. I checked the price for Caribbean Beach on the Disney site directly. I checked it on Orbitz, on Priceline, and and the best price was actually with direct directly with Disney for this one night. I paid $185 plus tax, which is a very good price for a moderate resort. So a lot of times people ask me, you know, what should I be looking for? So anything under $200 is generally a good price for a moderate resort. And anything around $100 is a great price for a value resort. I mean, anything in the $1 to 
hundred dollar to hundred and twenty dollar range is a good price. If you can get at the deluxe resort for under four hundred dollars a night, and I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> so that's generally what to expect for a, a good price for these different levels of Disney resorts. We took Magical Express to Caribbean Beach after we landed, and we had what it was an atypical experience on the Magical Express. So we got in quite early, and we went straight to the bus. So we were the only people on the bus. We got on the bus first. No one else was there. And normally that would make me cringe because I think, well, they're going to wait until many more people arrive to fill up this bus. And you can wait up to 20 or 30 minutes for the Magical Express bus to go. But five minutes after we got on the bus, the driver got on the bus and pulled out and drove us by ourselves to Caribbean Beach. Now, this is not to be expected. This is not a normal experience. It was like a gigantic limo, basically, taking us directly to our resort from the airport. It was really nice. But again, not to be expected. Um, I think it was just because... One of the things that's new at Caribbean Beach is where you get dropped off for Magical Express and where you check in. Previously, it was way at the front of the resort. It was pretty far from the main pool and the food. There was a separate check-in building. That has been leveled, and they're building a new DVC, that's Dizzy Vacation Club Resort, where it once stood. And this resort is a monster. I did not know how big it was going to be. It sounded to me like it was going to be like a boutique style European resort. Oh, it's huge. And you can't miss it at Caribbean Beach. It kind of dominates the landscape there. I'm hoping that once the construction is done, that it's not so, it's such an eyesore right now. I'm hoping it's beautiful. I will just add to the ambiance there, but right now it's construction zone. I mean, this doesn't really affect your stay at Caribbean Beach other than it's ugly while they're working on it. So anyway, they do drop you off at what's called the center town area now, and it's much more convenient. It was a smart move to have the check-in desks and the food court uh, by the main pool, and everything is more centrally located now. So I do really like that change at Caribbean Beach. Right after we got to Caribbean Beach, I immediately bought a refillable mug because that's how I roll. <laughs> I do love the refillable mugs. I wasn't on the dining plane this time, but we were there for four days. And the breakdown for the refillable mug, it's $20 for the mug. So it's about $5 a day. I was going to share it with my daughter um, and let her drink tea out of it, whatever, as well. So it definitely made sense for $5 a day to have all the coffee and tea and soda that we wanted. So I bought the mug right away. And then we were kind of hanging out and waiting for a grocery delivery that I had by placed an order. I tried out a new service this time. So Shipped is another grocery delivery service. They reached out to me and they said, um, we'd love if you would recommend our service to your readers. And I said, well, I have to try it first and see if it's good. <laughs> so I decided to try Shipped this time instead of Instacart, which is the service I normally use. While our groceries were delivered on time and the gal was great that delivered them, she met me in the lobby, but I had made a change to the order the day before and tried to add an item to the order. And normally with Instacart, there's no issue with that. Well, I get the order and the item wasn't in there. And it was a toy for my daughter and I promised her something special was coming with the groceries and then it was not in there. So I went back into the Insta or the shipped app and it was just sitting in my cart, but I did go through with the order and update it. So anyway, it did not work out well. 
Also, I found out later that I thought I had signed up for a free trial of it, but I was actually charged for it. So I just want you to know here on the podcast that I try many things for the blog and many times they don't work. I cannot tell you how many times I've stayed at an off-property resort thinking, this is going to be great. I need off-property resorts to recommend to my readers. And it was womp womp. It was bad. So I don't write about generally those things. I don't like give bad reviews, but I do only recommend things that I personally have tried and had, had success with. So it's back to Instacart for me. So just know that. Um, I have only had good experiences with Instacart so far and had no glitches or problems. So we did go and change into our clothes first. We had all of our stuff with us because I didn't check a bag and we swam and ate lunch at the quick service location there at Centertown Market. The food court has been completely remodeled. You can't even recognize it. And I was hoping that the food situation would have improved with the remodel of the food court there at Caribbean Beach. Sadly, I don't think it has. It's still mediocre quick service food for a Disney resort. I had just some unremarkable food that was just not that great. And Disney quick service food can be great. It can be excellent. Um, We did have excellent food at Caribbean Beach, but it was not quick service food. It was later on the same day, actually. So we ate the lunch and then um, our room was ready after that. I requested a room as close as possible to the main building, which I strongly suggest doing at Caribbean Beach. I'm going to link in the show notes to a post on how to do a room request effectively for Disney, and I did get my request met. So we did not have a preferred room, which are the closest to the main building, but they put us in a room that was as close as possible to the main building while still being a standard view room, which is what we had booked. We had to walk across a kind of bridge area that goes through a playground and to get over to the main building in the pool. It was only about a five minute walk to get to the main stuff at the resort there. So um, a successful room request. We also had a corner room, which is an unusual thing at Disney Resort. So at Caribbean Beach, they have rooms in the corner that have an extra set of windows, which is really nice. It lets, lets extra light into the room and I really like it. And we did get the corner room. I didn't request that. You could request it, but I did not. I really just wanted to be as close as possible to the action there. It was a bonus to get the corner room. So we rested in the room for a bit because we had had that early morning flight. My six-year-old daughter actually napped and did not wake up crying, which has never happened since she quit taking regular naps. It's been any time she takes a nap that she wakes up and she's a hot mess. But she actually woke up and was not upset, which was amazing. And we went to dinner at the table service restaurant at Caribbean Beach. What sets moderate resorts apart from value resorts, one of the things is that there's table service restaurants at moderate resorts and there are not at value resorts, among other things. But there was a, there's a new table service restaurant at Caribbean Beach. It's called Sebastian's Bistro. It replaced the old shutters, which may have had the distinction of being the worst table service restaurant I ever ate at Disney World. It was terrible. I'm happy to report that Sebastian's Beastrip was excellent. We met my mother-in-law and her husband there. They were in Orlando for a convention. And so there were four of us there. We got to try many things on the menu. We had appetizers, entrees. We had no room for dessert, but everything we had was great. So I was happy to report a moderately priced, it was not an expensive table service restaurant, 
Entrees are in the $20 range at Caribbean Beach, Sebastian's Bistro. So if you're going to stay at Caribbean Beach, I'd recommend eating there because it's so convenient. If you're not, I don't know that I would go out of my way to go there because it's hard to get to. That resort is not a convenient resort to get to. So anyway, the next day we had breakfast in our room from our grocery supply and we went down to the pool for all of the morning. For lunch, we walked over to another new quick service dining location at Caribbean Beach called Spyglass Grill. It is in the area, what is it called, Trinidad South, where the pirate rooms are. It's a long walk, I mean, 10, 15 minute walk to get to the main building from there. And they now have their own quick service place there to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was also mediocre. I had some fish tacos that were not great. My daughter had a burger, it was not great. So again, same kind of theme as the quick service at the main area Caribbean Beach. It's just not the best. We did, however, get a sneak peek of the Skyliner as we walked over to Spyglass Grill. They're testing the Skyliner now. It's, um, I expect, going to open this summer before Galaxy's Edge opens. And they have the gondolas wrapped in a white kind of plastic right now, so you can't see the designs of the gondola, but they were testing them now, which I found very encouraging. It looks great. It is going to change the scene at the resorts that um, the Skyliner services. Those are Caribbean Beach, the new Riviera DVC Resort, Art of Animation, and Pop Century. So anyway, after lunch, we hung out on the beaches there at Caribbean Beach for a bit. And then we took a lift to All Star Sports, which is where we were checking into the next day. I had some nice discounts on my Lyft account and my Uber account from referring readers through the blog to Lyft. And I recommend if you have never used Lyft or Uber before to wait until right before your trip to sign up, you will get a discount off of, it's usually your first five rides. And if you have used it before, you can refer one of the people that you are traveling with and they will get the discount and then you will also get a discount. So you should have plenty of discounts to go around when you're using these rideshare services for the first couple of times, first couple of trips. I had a $5 off every ride for the next five rides from referring someone. And normally it takes between seven to 10 or $12 to get from resort to resort. So it brought the price down to only a few dollars to get around while we were there, which was awesome. And I do tip every time as well. And I tip on the full amount. So I'll leave them a couple of dollar tip for that ride. Like I said, we were going over to All-Star Sports. I did book two nights at All-Star Sports through Hotwire which I've mentioned in other podcast episodes, and it is really, unfortunately, a hit or miss situation with Hotwire and Disney World Resorts. It really just depends on their occupancy, and if they have any excess rooms, they will sometimes release them to Hotwire in groups, and they will then sell them at a reduced price. So I paid $79 a night for those two nights, and that was for a preferred room at All Star Sports. It was a great price. And I did share in the Budget Mouse Facebook group when I found these rooms, I actually found a set of four nights in a row, which is kind of unusual to see four nights in a row. It was at a value resort, which I was pretty sure was all-star sports. And I confirmed that when I booked it myself that it was. When we got over to sports, our room was ready. We hung out and then we kind of got settled in the room and then Ubered to the Poly, or we tried to Uber to the Poly. I unfortunately had a very bad driver that round. It was, I believe it was Lyft actually. And he could not figure out how to get to the Polynesian. The GPS wasn't working right. And clearly he had no knowledge of the area. 
um, I was thinking as I saw him turn that he, I was like, he is going the wrong way. And I should have said something because it was time to correct him. And I just didn't. And now I will never make that mistake again because he dropped us off in the middle of Magic Kingdom parking lot. We had to walk about 15 minutes over to get to the Polynesian when we should have been dropped off right there. And I was sick at the time, so I didn't really appreciate that. Um, so don't be afraid to speak up if your Uber driver is making a big mistake. We went to the Polynesian to do more research onto a post I'm working on, which is about the best lounges at Disney World. And I know it sounds like a really rough job, like reviewing the lounges at Disney World, right? We went to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, which I had never been to at the Polynesian. And it, I had high expectations for this place. I had heard really good things. It's a really hard place to describe. It's it's a, just a hole in the wall, literally like a door on the wall in a hallway in the Polynesian. And most people would just walk right past it and not know what it is. But inside is a interactive tiki bar with walls that come alive, servers with all kinds of antics and hysterical things happening left and right in this place. I had read it was kid-friendly. I took my daughter at about 5 p.m. It was early. But I do think at some point in the night, they do make it only 21 and up. I don't know for sure, but I believe I read that somewhere. Anyway, it was quite early, so I wasn't concerned about it. She was the only kid in the restaurant. So I asked when I came in, is it okay that she's here? And the server was like, yes, it is great. She will love it. Well, guess what? She loved it. She said it was her favorite thing we did on the trip. I don't want to give away too much of what goes on in there because I feel like it would spoil it and I'd hate to spoil it for someone. But there are many surprises and fun things that happen in there. I had a drink. She had a non-alcoholic drink, of course, and we had some appetizers. It was very reasonable for how much food we got. And I can't wait to write the post about it. It's going to be high at the top of the list. The best lounges for sure. We had a great time. The next day we were going to Magic Kingdom and I made a point to get to the bus stop before 8 a.m. and a bus was there shortly. We got to the park about 8.20. There are direct buses to Magic Kingdom from all of the All-Star Resorts and back from Magic Kingdom as well. There are also direct buses back to the All-Star Resorts from Epcot. They have their own bus stop now at Epcot, but you will sometimes share buses to go to any of the parks in the afternoon if there's not a lot of people trying to get there and also to Animal Kingdom and um, Hollywood Studios, you will also sometimes share buses. I love being able to get into Magic Kingdom before the park opens. The day that we were there, it was opening at nine. And we got right into the park. There wasn't much wait to get in in the morning to get through security or to get into the park. And we were able to grab um, a chocolate croissant at the Main Street Bakery put some sunscreen on, hang out there and just enjoy the morning. There was no stress or rushing or queuing up. And it's just really nice there in the mornings now, as opposed to the mad dash. Um, our fast pass situation was this. I didn't get our tickets until about a week or two in advance because I wasn't sure we were going to go to Magic Kingdom. And therefore, once I got the tickets, most of the desirable fast passes were gone. And that by that, I mean... The most high priority fast passes, Seven Doors Mine Train was long gone. Also, Big Thunder Mountain was gone. Some of the other rides were gone. Past fast passes were gone. So I kind of had to make a plan for how we're going to use fast pass there. Um, we went to Big Thunder Mountain first. And that is my daughter's favorite ride. 
And we rode that with a five or 10 minute wait. And then I had fast passes for that first hour, second and third hour. So I wanted to use our fast passes as quickly as possible there at Magic Kingdom because you, after you use your third one, you can get more. And there are so many attractions at Magic Kingdom that can use fast pass that I knew we'd be able to get many more. After we rode Big Thunder Mountain, we crossed the park and went over to Astro Orbiter because that is another ride that you cannot use FastPass for and we love and hadn't been on in many years. So we were able to go over there and ride that with about a 10 minute wait as well. And then we started using FastPasses. Oh, we also rode Dumbo in the morning without any wait, which was great. No FastPass required. I mentioned that I had a cold while I was there. I actually got sick while I was there and I thought it might be a good thing to mention what to do if you find yourself getting sick at Disney World like I did. I had a pretty severe cold. I was feeling pretty bad. There are first aid centers in all four of the theme parks and at least at Magic Kingdom, it's located next to or within the baby care center. And it is centrally located in the park. It's actually right next to Crystal Palace, uh, right there by the castle. And I was able to get some ibuprofen there and I was also able to get cough drops. And so it's a very nice resource to know that that is there. And you can just buy like, it's a little pack of just a few ibuprofen if that's what you need. And it was only a few bucks. So that was good. Um, now our main thing at Magic Kingdom was there. We were, we were there to eat. I am doing a whole series of posts on the blog about the best quick service restaurants in the parks and other otherwise. And um, there were many restaurants at Magic Kingdom that I had never tried because I have my favorites and I go back to them time and time again. And um, we did eat at four quick service restaurants at Magic Kingdom that day. And I was sick, which made it kind of actually like work. But, um, you know, I wasn't impressed with any of them, to be honest. Um, one was a repeat and the others I hadn't been to before. And I was like, yeah, yeah I wasn't really missing much. So um, watch for that post to hopefully come out very soon on the blog. I did use mobile order extensively at Magic Kingdom that day, and it saved us so much time waiting in line. If you don't know what I'm talking about, in the My Disney Experience app, there is a way to order your food ahead of time at most of the quick service locations at Magic Kingdom and at some of the other parks. And it is a wonderful convenience. The food will be ready waiting for you when you get there and it can save you a lot of time. I'm gonna to link to in the show notes, my post on mobile order, and it explains everything in detail, how to use it, and some tips in there as well. I was able to get a last minute reservation at Be Our Guest for lunch. I use the service called Mouse Dining, and that is mousedining.com, where you can sign up for a free like alert when dining reservations become available. So Be Our Guest lunch is one of the most difficult reservations to get. I sent an alert there for any lunch reservation that came open and about two weeks before our trip, one did come open. I got a text message and I immediately booked it. So we were able to do lunch at Be Our Guest and then we ate a bit more and rode some more rides and we went back to our resort. At, we left Magic Kingdom at two and we're back to our resort at 2.30 and we took a three hour break there at the resort. My daughter swam in the pool. I got my feet up and napped in the bed because I really needed it. And I felt up for going back to, to Magic Kingdom for the fireworks at night. So I get asked a lot of questions about taking a break in the middle of the day, if it's feasible to go back and forth to the parks, from the parks to your resort. I think it is. 
We were even at Magic Kingdom, which is the furthest park away from All-Star Sports. It took us about 30 minutes transportation time in each direction, but I would gladly spend an hour of transportation time to get a three hour break in the air conditioning with my feet up in my bed and my daughter swim in the pool. And then we were able to go back for more time. So even though you are giving up some time in the parks, I think for overall, when you're traveling with little kids or sick adults, like you need a break, it does make sense to go back to your resort. So we got back to Magic Kingdom, like I said, at about six. We ate more food, rode more rides, and the fireworks came on at 9.15 that night. They have a new procedure for fireworks. They have areas kind of roped off well before the fireworks start. I don't know what time they start roping them off, but it was quite early, maybe 8, 8.30. And then at nine, they they close off the walkways to get across the hub, which is the area in front of the castle, and they start filling people into the walkway areas. So we arrived at about nine, and I was expecting a spot way far back on Main Street USA, which would have been fine with me for a quick exit afterwards, but they filed us in up close to actually right close to the front of the pack and at the castle. So I would say there really is no need at this point to stake out a spot for the fireworks and it's fine to just show up 15 minutes in advance. They will usher you in and give you a spot to see that's a good spot, good viewing spot. Um, the fireworks are great and we went home and the next day was the day we were checking out and my plan was to just hang out at the resort, at the pool, eat lunch there and then catch our Magical Express to the airport. However, that morning I got a text quite early, I think it was 9 or 10 a.m., our flight wasn't until 4, that our flight was delayed by about two hours. That left us with more time in the afternoon than I had planned. Also with Magical Express, unfortunately, if they delay your flight, you cannot call and reschedule Magical Express unless I think it is six hours in advance. In my situation, I could have. However, I didn't want to because I didn't want to sit at the airport for an extra however many hours in case our flight got delayed again. And I was flying on Frontier, so I thought that could possibly happen. I almost forgot we did do the Bob Voyage breakfast our last morning, and that is at the boardwalk at Trattoria Al Forno. It's a character meal with Rapunzel, Ariel, Prince Eric, and Flynn Rider. And I had heard good things about it, and I didn't know how it'd feel. I did like it. It's quite expensive. So it was $40 for brunch for myself. And I believe my daughter was about half of that. And I just feel like it was a lot of money for the experience. They do make a lot of effort to make it nice. They do a parade with the kids and um, the character interaction was really good. The food was not that good. It was okay. It um, it was not $40 worth of food. So you're really paying for the experience there and up close with the characters. My daughter loved it. She loved meeting Rapunzel, Ariel, and the guys were great as well. So um, that's just something to consider. In character meals in general, I feel like it's hard to get your value out of it, especially when you can meet a lot of the characters in the parks if you plan carefully. At that point, I just scrapped the plans to take the Magical Express and said, I will just spend the extra. I had a little bit of a discount, so it was only $25 to get to the airport in Uber and just decided we would take advantage of the extra afternoon that I didn't plan on having at Disney World. I let my daughter pick where we would go for the afternoon. I gave her some choices. And of course, because she's smart, she picked Animal Kingdom Lodge. So after she swam in the pool and we 
cleaned up our room and checked out at 11. We left our bags at Bell Services there at All Star Sports and we took an Uber to Animal Kingdom Lodge. We were able to view the animals, hang out there, and then we happened to time the cookie decorating right there at Boma. I believe it's at 1 or 1.30 every day. They do free cookie decorating. You don't have to be staying there. You do just have to have a kid with you. So if you're two adults, they probably will turn you away. But as long as you have a kid, they will let you in. We didn't, we weren't staying there, but they had no problem with that. So we did some cookie decorating, which is always fun. And then we went to Simba's Clubhouse, which I have also mentioned in the podcast before. It's kind of an arts and crafts center. They have paid crafts and a free crafts and they didn't have any paid things going on that day actually so she was just able to do some free like she did coloring she did like a sun sun catcher like a plastic one and that she colored in and it's really a fun place and a wonderful resource she asked to go there anytime we're at disney world it's really fun for her so after that we were we ubered back to sports to get our bags and then the, our flight did not end up being delayed again and we took the uber to the airport and i would say that 25 dollars was well worth it to have kind of a leisurely afternoon we got to go to animal kingdom lodge our favorite hotel hang out and then we were at the airport with plenty of time i tried something i had never yet done on frontier in that i paid for our flights our tickets home but i did not pay for a seat assignment nor a bag on frontier and i just let them assign us seats now they warn you again and again that you may not be seated together yada 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 when i looked at the seat map a few days before our trip i saw that it was pretty much empty like there didn't appear to be many people who had booked the seats and i thought well we'll definitely be sat together and we were thankfully <laughs> because if we weren't i was probably gonna have to pay like a hundred dollars to get us seated next to each other which i believe you can't upgrade it at that point but i took a risk and we were seated next to each other we were pretty far back at the back of the plane what was curious was the flight was almost full which tells me that most people do not pay for a seat assignment on Frontier. I always just assume everyone does. I've always paid for a seat assignment on Frontier. The assignments can range quite a big range from like $9 up through $50. It just depends on your flight and where you're sitting on the plane. And it, so it worked out well for us. I also did not pay for any bags. So you can take one personal item on Frontier and the size is quite generous. It's 18 inches by 14 inches by eight, I believe. And I have a rolling bag that meets the requirements for a personal item. I actually did a video that showed how I managed to fit everything we needed for a four day trip to Disney World in this small bag and I didn't know it but my husband told me that there's an, actually a name for when you show your bag packed and then you take everything out and that people do this in some like in the prepping world I don't know but anyway it's called a pack out so I uh, put it in on my Instagram <laughs> and I put it as an Instagram story and it's called pack out so if you really want to see all of my clothes and shoes and personal items crammed into this little bag um, go on over to my Instagram page is also in the budget mouse Facebook group if you really want to see it it's kind of it's kind of funny actually um, my daughter the same she has a little rolling ladybug bag that she takes every on every trip we take and it fits under the seat just fine 
you know, reflecting on it, it was not comfortable at all on the flight home on Frontier. I had no foot room, like my feet just kind of sat down on the floor right below me, but I couldn't stretch them out at all. I could actually finagle them into under the seat of my daughter's seat because, you know, she's a small person, so her feet don't even touch the ground. But um, I, I don't know that I would do that again. I probably would just pay. But it is quite a bit to pay for a, even a carry-on on Frontier. It's, I think if you pay for it when you book, it's $35 each way. And if you don't book, pay for it initially, I think it goes up to 40. So I did save quite a bit of money from it, but I don't know that I'd sacrifice my comfort like that again. Well, anyway, we made it home about 8 p.m. that night. It wasn't too bad of a delay, and I was thankful for the extra time at Disney World. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. I especially want to thank my patrons on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com where you can support the show for as low as $2 a month and get access to a bunch of special podcasts that are just for patrons with my best tips and tricks that I'm just not comfortable sharing with everyone as well as patrons-only blog posts and videos. You can find me on either of my sites, thebudgetmouse.com or thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Please join us if you haven't already. Just search for The Budget Mouse. You'll have to ask to join and we will add you. You can find me on Instagram at thebudgetmouse. So thanks again for listening, everyone, and have a magical day.